Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning. Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield, and uh, we have a, a, a great pair of guests lined up for you today. And uh, it's been uh, an, another fun week in the world of Vox Optima and Gary and Merritt. I'm more inter- I'm, I'm most interested in yesterday being World Water Day. Gary, did you follow that at all? I drank water. There you go. And you know our bodies are 80, 80% water, so we can all take part in World Water Day. Sometimes my body isn't 80% water, but that's another discussion. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I find the, go ahead. Well, I think, I think the whole water.org movement is so interesting uh, because, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been an initiative ongoing for about nine years now. But just in the last year, they partnered with Stella Artois, obviously a major uh, uh, global brewer. And the point of water.org is to provide um, people around the world access to fresh and clean and safe water. And uh, did, did you see their uh, Super Bowl ad, water.org's? Um, I I'm sure I, I saw all the ads during the show, but I'm trying to try to remember that one specifically. Remind me. Well, in part, well through their partnership with uh, Stella Artois, they got a five million dollar Super Bowl Super Bowl ad, and now there's a promotion that if you buy a commemorative chalice uh, from Stella Artois, uh, st- the brewer puts uh, funds in to help uh, provide access to clean water for five years. I do remember that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and I and I like Stella Artois, which is also you know has water in it. <laughs> it does, and and obviously there you go. That's the great thing about uh, about partnering, um, you know, some that you know the classic win win where it's good for both. Yeah, I was um, at a. I mean, I think social enterprise is, and I think it resounds with consumers today. Uh, I was uh, at a board meeting yesterday. I'm on the board of Adelante, which is a phenomenal organization in Albuquerque uh, that uh, provides uh, group homes and employment for the severely disabled. And there is a local makeup company, which of course I'm all about, Blush and Whimsy. And they went to Adelante to do their packaging. And Blush and Whimsy was chosen to be in the Oscar uh, uh, goodie bag. And Blush and Whimsy put a message inside every lipstick. And their lipstick's very cool. It looks clear, and then you put it on, and it turns a specific color based on you. Mine comes out red. And um, uh, so there's also a message. So everybody who got an Oscar goodie bag saw... Hey, by supporting by um, opening this product and using this product, you're supporting um, uh, employment of the severely disabled in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I, I think uh, I, you, fair trade coffee is another example. I think consumers now like the idea because there's so many choices um, uh, across the entire cons- consumer spectrum. The differentiator of a social enterprise, I think, really resounds with folks. 
Lost you for a second there, Maren. Say that again. The last, uh, just the last sentence. Oh, I said. Oh, sorry about that. Um, the I, I just think um, as consumer markets get more and more crowded with products, social enterprise is a great differentiator uh, because it's. I think it makes everyone feel good. Sure. Yeah. No. If you can do, and you know, you look at some of these things. I wonder sometimes um, if it if it's possible, and it probably shouldn't. But if if it can sometimes backfire, um, what one of the car brands, um, you know, basically it, one of the ads has that you know for you know for, if you basically you buy one of their cars and you get like um, you know five hundred dollars to to some to some good charity. I think about children, and that's a great thing. But but you, you but my mind goes to the opposite, like. Okay, if you don't buy if you don't buy our car, a child is not going to live. Uh, you no, know, so you got to be smart about how you do it. Okay. Yeah, exactly that. But uh, you know, I remember when we worked with um, Hurt Consulting, which is of course a uh, another uh, great uh, Navy-led uh, uh, successful entrepreneurship. And uh, that was something that they were very focused on, was leadership training uh, for at-risk youth. And they just made it part of their business model. And, uh, you know, what what a phenomenal way to uh, uh, bring a product to market and also let folks know that, hey, by hiring us, you're also supporting a program that teaches uh, life skills, leadership skills, uh, discipline skills to uh, some of our most vulnerable children. Yeah, I think if you if you go, if a company if a brand goes about it the for, for the, the the right way and you know it doesn't mean you discount the the value uh, it brings to you financially, but if you're coming at it from a, a sincere position as much as you can, say this is something. Oh, this is really good. This is something that we we can feel good about as a company, and all the employees can feel great about. It actually may help the bottom line of a company simply by the employees coming into work every day, going, "Wow, this." Yeah, we're doing something for our company to make some money, but um, this is a good thing we're doing. Period. So, yeah, it can be it can be a really great thing. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a huge employee motivator. Um, that was something we saw with uh, Delta Resources and our, our uh, one of our very early guests, uh, Maria Proestu. Uh, she builds that into uh, very much into uh, into the Delta culture. You know, and I'm kind of worried. Um, I think we at Vox Optima might need to look more closely at that because if you if you picked up our brand values and follow us on social media, it would be easy to think that pretty much a lot of our profits um, are focused on uh, providing ready access to single barrel bourbon to a disabled Navy veteran. We probably <laughs> need to do better than that. <laughs> uh, hey, look, I'm in it for you, and I'm in that and and uh, high speed internet merit. Uh, that, that's those are those those are going to be our uh, our partnering uh, things uh, for our company. No, there's a lot of things we can do. Right, or 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 in, or in your case, single malt scotch. That's right. Uh, uh, actually, you know, I won't even. We had we have we have props in the studio today uh, related to the uh, the guests coming in. I just I won't go farther than that. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> fantastic. Well, I you know. Um, there, there is, there are, uh, this is a wonderful time and, uh, uh, I think for business and I think Bill Gates and others have really led the way, uh, uh, in giving back, uh, uh, 
you know, Tori Birch, uh, a re- relative newcomer, uh, one of the things that uh, she has done with her success is create the Tori Birch uh, Foundation, which um, helps female entrepreneurs uh, with resources and skills. And um, actually an Albuquerque entrepreneur and an upcoming guest, Crystal Ciarza of Ciarza Social Digital, is a finalist. And so you might want to Google Tori Birch Foundation and Google Crystal Ciarza and uh, see if you don't want to nominate her, uh, nominate her for that award. But, you know, the Gates Foundation that has really uh, t- taken uh, 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 giving back uh, to, to global levels, uh, the things Warren Buffett has done, uh, social enterprise, uh, I think, has be- social enterprise has become um, uh, a, a very common uh, way to do business, and I think we're all the better for it. Yeah, so uh, so maybe somebody can go decide that, uh, you know, that uh, they can, if you can, you, let's say you don't know exactly what you want to do. You're a young person, you're, you're, you're trying to decide what to do in life, and uh, you want to be an entrepreneur, let's say, but you go, uh, hmm, what, you know, maybe you could start off saying, I want to be an entrepreneur, and I'm all about making the money, but uh, maybe I can find one. If I can find that perfect job that uh, combines uh, my my desire to have a living and uh, and and a passion I have, um, you can start your own thing. Who knows what you could come up with? Kind of lateral well, thinking. And, well, and our guests are, I'm sure... I'm sure our guests are nodding their heads uh, uh, ecstatically as you say that, because I think they've both done that. Uh, after the break, we're going to be talking with Leon Tackett and Ken Falke. Uh They're both uh, Navy vets. Uh, they're both, uh, uh, Leon's a retired senior chief, Ken's a retired master chief. So those of you who know the Navy, uh, this will be a goat locker episode. Uh, <laughs> and they are both worked in the explosive ordnance disposal uh, field, which... Uh, as you might imagine, Hollywood uh, description notwithstanding is uh, a highly complex and stressful uh, stressful field. And they're able to each take their passions into their entrepreneurship. Uh, Leon is the owner of Tackett uh, Vineyards. And uh, uh, we've, we've uh, served their wines, we've sampled their wines, and they uh, have partnered specifically with Ken's organization, the EOD Warrior Foundation, and uh, are able to provide great resources for uh, wounded warriors, uh, both with uh, on post-traumatic growth, uh, team building, network building. Uh, just uh, the, the stories are fantastic. I can't wait uh, uh, to be talking with both of them. Yeah. So uh, I, I do want to. going to steer you to uh, uh, tap. Family Vineyards, that's T-A-C-K-I-T-T, familyvineyards.com, and eodwarriorfoundation.org. If you're listening and want to look up these organizations, uh, uh, please uh, please do so. And uh, uh, pardon me, my computer went blank for a moment. Uh. Don't worry about it. See, with that, is that your, our computer goes blank, we don't know anything, we don't know how to talk anymore, do we? I know. Right, right. No, over to you, Gary. That's what I should have said. Over to you, Gary. <laughs> That's right. No problem. Well, it's uh, we we are excited to have uh, both Ken and uh, and Leon on the show, and I'm excited because we get to have in studio people. It's kind of fun when we do the in studio guest thing. And uh, so when we come back uh, on the brand ambassadors, uh, we're going to talk to those fellows. And so please uh, give us a call at eight six six four seven two fifty seven ninety. 
or uh, drop us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. And uh, we will be back in just three minutes or so. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm just ecstatic uh, to talk with our guests today, uh, Leanne Tackett of Tackett Family Vineyards and Ken Falk of uh, the EOD Warrior Foundation. Uh, Leon Tackett is a 27-year Navy veteran. He uh, enlisted in 1980 and uh, finished his 27-year career in explosive ordnance disposal, uh, rising to senior chief, and then uh, gained a commission and retired as a lieutenant. Uh, when he retired... He uh, got involved in his primary passion, which is winemaking and wine grape growing. And he and his wife founded Tackett Vineyards in 2007. They've won more than 10 gold and silver medals uh, for their wines. I've had their wines. They're delicious. And then in 2009, the Tackett's began fundraising for veterans. 
and they established an explosive ordnance disposal sellers label with part of the proceeds supporting the EOD Warrior Foundation. You know, Leon, thanks so much for joining us. What made you decide um, to get into the um, uh, marketing partnership with uh, EOD? Um, it was just a kind of an idea. Um, actually, and I don't even know if Ken would remember this, but when we first started the winery, um, I wanted to give back right away because Ken had just started the um, Wounded EOD Warrior Foundation back then. And uh, we started the winery. He's like, hey, I want to give a little bit. You know, we'll, we'll give a little bit of each bottle. And I talked to Ken about it. And he's like, ah, why don't you build your business first and then come back? You know, really appreciate it. But, you know, grow your business and then come talk to us. And it was great advice. We did that. Went on for about a year, a year and a half. Um, and then decided to do a one-time fundraiser. Um, we just did 30 bottles um, with labels that I had printed up myself at home. They were pretty horrific looking, actually, when I look back at them. But um, uh, we did that. And it went super successful. We did another one. And it just kind of snowballed. And it just turned into this great event. And um, we're doing a lot of wine for them now. And we do some great fundraisers every year with it. And it's just been a fantastic ride ever since we started. Well, uh, um First of all, I'm not going to hold it against you, the old uh, the LT thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the community, what the hell is that about? Right, yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, Ken, uh, um, so uh, you, you, so you, you, we talked earlier, Merritt and I were talking about if you can do something that follows your passion. You both guys are, are doing something like that. But um, So you retire after 21 years uh, in EOD and explosive ordnance disposal for those, uh, I think we already mentioned that. But, um, so... What was your passion, and what, and, and you know, how did you get to where you are, and doing what you decided to do when you retired? Um, that's a great question. I, I I started out, you know, thinking about retirement, and I wasn't sure I was ready. And you know, as as all of us do in the Navy, I always I remember my first chief telling me, "It's uh, you know when it's time," and and I knew when it was time. And and what I what I knew, I think, was that I didn't want to go work for anybody else. And I had interviewed for a couple of companies, and um, and I was really interested in you know, this entrepreneurial thing. And I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. My great grandfather was in the textiles business and my grandfather owned a trucking company and my dad owned a construction company. So I was, you know, really intrigued by, you know, the, the idea of having my own gig. And that's what I did. I started a company in uh, 2002. Um, and like most companies, you know, you get, get into a business and, and there's timing is a big factor. And you know, we had a small company in 2005 when the first bomb went off in Iraq. And I had about 50 employees at the time, and our company grew from like 50 to 500 employees. Um, I won't say overnight, but in, the, in, in a couple-year period of time. And, and, uh, and, and the skills and the services we provided were really sought after at the time. And, you know, I, I thought that was going to be the rest of my life, running this cool company. And then people came to me and started knocking on my door and saying, hey, do you want to sell the company? And... I didn't. I wasn't much of a business guy, you know. I was a retired Navy guy. I'd I'd gone to Harvard Business School for some business classes just to get a little bit smarter and and, and running a business. But but I was like really intrigued by this whole concept of selling a company. And I had watched a couple of our competitors sell and and wasn't sure what to do. And and it ended up meeting a private equity firm. And they they said, well, what if we keep the name of the company the same? You can still be the CEO and you can still own some of the company. And uh, and I found a great way to sell it. So. That financially changed my family's life, and it really allowed us to focus on on our philanthropy, and that's what we're doing now. That is, that is exciting. I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So, you know, Vox Optima started the same way, except, you know, we started with seven. So, uh, 
uh, you definitely had uh, a much larger enterprise uh, from the get-go. Um, so as a philanthropist, uh, Ken, are you seeking uh, private sector partners? Are you seeking businesses uh, to uh, co-brand with? Well, you know, co-brand is a really interesting um, thing. And I think with the wine, you can see that um, and how well it works. Um, not everybody wants to do that. It's, it's you know, the, a lot of people are very... Um, passionate and most people are very passionate about their brands and co-branding tends to dilute things and and you've got to find these kind of win-win situations and and, and this wine's been just you know one of those win-win situations but you know I oversee two nonprofits at EOD Warrior Foundation and a, another one called Boulder Crest Retreat and uh, we have wine for both of the foundations and and we also have a co-branding effort with uh, a hat company called 47 uh, brand 47 and we have hats that are made by them but it's um, it's a tough road to, to find great partners because you know everybody's you know trying to grow a business and do the right things and you know it's hard to find guys like Leon and and, and we look but but we haven't found the right ones yet so Leon um, obviously you had a relationship with Ken and that's uh, and so you you had confidence in, in that relationship but um, is there some fear, concern when you're saying, okay, what well, now? Because you actually put out, a, you bottled wine with the EOD brand. I mean, is, are there, what are the trepidations one might face if they're considering doing a partnering uh, operation? Huh. Well, I guess, you know, getting feedback, you know, and what's the return on investment? I mean, you, ha- you have to look at that as a business standpoint, really. Um, you're putting this product out. You're doing it for a good reason, for a good cause, but... One thing I learned early on in the wine industry, like the very first year, is if you don't have a niche, you're not going to make it. Um, you really aren't. So it's it's been that win for us. So we had this wine that we did with EOD Warrior, and then later down the road, we did another one for Boulder Crest. And uh, the return on investment for the Tackett label has been fantastic because people just came out of the woodwork to support it both um, products, if you will. So you have to have that niche because everybody's making good wine out there, really. So it's like, hey, I make great wine. It's like, well, so does that guy and that guy and that mm-hmm. guy. Um, what else you got? Um, so you got to have something else. And that's kind of what brought this whole thing together. So as far as trepidation goes, I mean, it's it's the investment from up front um, that you have to do, um, you know, because it costs money to get all this stuff set up and then, you know, trying to get the money back and then um, making sure that everybody knows that the money is going directly where it belongs. So did you see that um, uh, by doing this, the EOD label and the, you know, the Boulder label that are for supporting uh, for philanthropy purposes, uh, that it actually helped your actual brand of your other wines? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I'll say it without without hesitation. Had it not been for EOD sellers, I don't, I'm not sure Tackett would have made it, to be honest with you. Because um, it was that rough of a business. And we started in 2008, um, you know, the height of the depression, if you will. Um, didn't realize it 10 years before that when we did, because we planned it for 10 years to do this. Um, it was a long, long road. So when 08 happened, it was like, oh, the economy is kind of in the tank. But here we are. Um, so we took off and it, it was kind of was chugging along, chugging along. And then it just took off once we started that EOD sellers label. So it made a huge difference in us. Well, well then that's true because. Because um, you can't just decide in 2008, I'm going to start making wine and start selling wine in 2008. There's a right. long lead time, right? Yeah, yeah, it was huge, yeah. So I learned I learned how to make wine for 10 years, and then I learned really quickly how to run a business. Yeah, that was a, a vertical climb for sure. So do you keep well, – go ahead, Mary. I, I certainly – 
I certainly feel you on the 2000, uh, 2008 uh, piece. That uh, that was a hard time. Um, do you, and so you think um, the social enterprise piece, um, do you think that the economy at the time, uh, as we were coming out of that, that that was something consumers were looking for, is they wanted not just um, a delicious bottle of wine for a good price, but to know that they were doing something to help? Yeah, some of that was broken up, but I, I think I got the, most of the gist. But yeah, um, for sure. Uh, um it, it helped tremendously. So um, it's almost it's almost like uh, just serendipity that you guys um, were able to do what you did. Um, so you you didn't go into it, uh, Leon. Talking to Leon, you didn't go into it from the point of view saying, you know, let's do uh, let's do a a a, a uh, something to, to help the EOD group or whatever. That that was a byproduct. What should someone do if they're if they're considering starting off? I mean, should they begin from the point of view, and I can ask to both of you, should they begin from the point of view of uh, this kind of idea of a, of a social partnership, or, or is that just a byproduct of doing good business? Well, you know, I, I always think it's a byproduct at the end of the day, because, I mean, you can't, you know, this whole concept of social enterprise is, you know, doing doing well and doing good at the same time, and this whole um you can't you can't do the philanthropy side until you until you're making a little bit of money, right? Because we need cash flow to, to run a business. We need uh, profits. We need you know to be able to give our employees benefits and all that stuff's got to come. So you got to be really careful. And that's that's what I had said to Leon early on was, you know, don't be in a rush to, to help us. Even if we brand it, you know, let's just start to get the word out and let people know what we're gonna do and. Um, and I, I was thinking back um, on the 2008, 2009 time frame. That was also some of the worst times we had for severely wounded EOD guys. It was, um, yeah. So there were a lot of people seeing these severely wounded EOD guys who have lost limbs or paralyzed or severely burned or blinded. And, and then this wine's getting tied to it. The Hurt Locker came out. I mean, there were some really interesting things for the bomb disposal community uh, around those times. So looking back, I think it was, again, a, you know, good timing, which is you know, really what, what business is about. Well, and just real quickly, uh, before we close out this segment, um, can you explain, uh, we, have, we do have some non-military listeners, I hope, uh, explain exactly what um, explosive ordnance disposal is in the military. Um, well, it's in a nutshell, it's your military's bomb squad. Um, and it's all four services, Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines. It's, it's really the only true joint specialty that we have in the military where we all go to the same school. Um, and then the Navy sticks around for a little bit longer because we do the underwater ordinance and, and go to dive school as well. Um, but it's a very tight-knit community, um, and it's probably the only place that, um, you know, Army, Air Force, and Navy can be in the same room and actually get along and have something to talk about. Um, so it's, uh, it's a great organization, but it's probably, without a doubt, the most dangerous job in the military, especially after, uh, you know, Iraq started in, uh, in 03. Um, it's, been, it's been horrific. Well, I think when we come back from the break, it, it would be good to talk about that, that aspect of, of, of the benefit that what you guys are doing from, a, for, you know, for the EOD community. I think that'd be something good to talk about because we've talked about, you know, how do you do it and what do you do? Now let's talk about what is the real, you know, talk about some of the real benefits. Um, we're going to come back in a couple of minutes. We are talking with uh, Leon Tackett of Tackett Family Wineries and Ken Falk, uh, the chairman of the Bo uh, Boulder Crest uh, Retreat and the EOD Warrior Foundation. And uh, please uh, give us a call 
at 866-472-5790 if you've got something to, to ask uh, the guys uh, or email us at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin, good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen and uh, our guests, uh, Leon Tackett and Ken Falk. And uh, before we went to the break, um, uh, uh, Merritt had asked the question about what explosive ordnance disposal is all about, what they do. Um, and, of course, now you have uh, support uh, uh, for the EOD uh, community through the EOD uh, Warrior Foundation. Ken, talk about that and talk, talk about what the benefit, what, what are you actually providing to the community? Yeah, that's a great uh, question. We, so, the, you know, we started the foundation. We, well, first of all, back up, we had um, a, a legacy EOD uh, foundation that used to provide scholarships to children in our community. And that foundation had been around since about 1974. 
And when the war started, we started getting a lot of severely injured uh, bomb disposal personnel, because as most people know, this war's been a lot about bombs. And, um, and there was nobody taking care specifically of this population. So I was here in the D.C. area, and we, I had a company that was thriving, and you know, we, kinda, we were doing this all through our company from about 2004 to 2006. And then we decided that we would start a nonprofit and have a, a separate foundation that, to focus on the severely wounded EOD troops. And we did that for a couple of years, and then we found a, a way to merge the two foundations because the bomb disposal community is very small, and you know maybe 7,000 active duty at the height of the war, and maybe 20,000 retirees that are around the nation, uh, around the world. Um, so it's a pretty small community, and it's got a you know a finite group of people that you need to help. But we've had a tough war. We've had 133 men and women killed in action. We've had, uh, since 9-11, we've had about 220 severely wounded. And when I say severely wounded, I'm talking about the physical wounds. And that's, you know, uh, amputations, paralysis, b severe burns, blinded. Um, and then, um, uh, and we, as of last week, our, 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 since 9-11, our, our invisible injuries are taking a toll on the community as well, and, and our, our numbers of suicides in the community are almost equal to that of, of what we've lost on the battlefield. Um, so it's been a tough war, and, and, and our foundation's really there for the EOD family, and we have four missions. Uh, the first mission, which is our core mission at the Wounded EOD Warrior Foundation, is emergency financial relief. So families that are um, disrupted by these severe injuries, um, it's a, it's a huge toll on the family, and, and, and it costs a lot of money. Hotel rooms, rental cars, meals, those types of things. And that's really been our core mission. And then also, you know, families are deployed. The air conditioning goes out. There's not enough money to replace an air conditioning or a washer and dryer in a house. Um, and we do that as well. And then uh, the second mission, which was a core mission of the EOD Memorial uh, Scholarship Fund, is the scholarships. And we've grown that scholarship program from about $60,000 up to about $200,000 annually in, in scholarships. And we're really proud of that uh, program. And we prioritize our scholarships by children of the fallen, children of the severely wounded, and then EOD children. And um, our third mission, uh, which has uh, been a core mission of this community's uh, for a long, long time is taking care of our EOD memorial down at Eglin Air Force Base. And when I say taking care of, I'm talking about the landscaping, the bricks around the place, and putting the names on the wall every year. The first Saturday in May every year, we add new, uh, add new names, uh, names to the wall. And then the fourth uh, program is what we call Hope and, uh, Hope and Wellness. And what we believe sincerely is that suicide is a, uh, a disease of hopelessness, and if we can help create hope in the EOD family, uh, through the programs that we run, then, then we do that. So we take all different organ or groups of, of people from severely wounded to their caregivers to Gold Star families, um, uh, Gold Star children, out on different types of retreats. And, uh, and that program's been very successful, um, trying to build hope and, and, and wellness in the community again. Well, one thing I like is you talk about the support um, for the... Um, uh, families of the deployed. Uh, do you think it helps just within the active duty EOD uh, community, knowing that they've got this uh, this network, the support network behind them? And uh, do you think building that resiliency, uh, perhaps do you, uh, before deployment, is uh, may help uh, eliminate some of the, some of the issues that you're looking to resolve post deployment? 
You know, we, we have good access into the um, active duty community, and I think that the work that we've done has helped uh, the families. But, you know, as we all know who deployed um, over our careers, that it's it's hard. It's 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 hard to be there for, you know, 7,000 people. At the end of the day, we're a small foundation. But the good news is I think people understand that we're, we're here to help. And when emergencies happen, and we've had some, some terrible things. I mean, houses getting struck by lightning and burning down and, you know, uh, air conditioning is going out, squirrels eating the spark plug wires in cars, and, you know, just the things that happen, right, that when your loved one uh, is gone and deployed and, you know, you take, sit back at home taking care of the kids and doing the other things, it's it's hard. So I think people knowing that we're here, and, and, and that's where the support comes in, too. You know, the, the majority of our support early on, um, it's a very grassroots foundation, came from the community itself. The retirees and the active duty community are combined federal campaign gifts and and, uh, and the retirees who were out working. Um, so it hasn't been really until the last couple of years where we've gone outside of the community for more kind of philanthropic giving. Leon, I wanted to ask you about um, uh, the feedback you're getting, maybe maybe both from simply the sales of, of the of the branded uh, uh, labels <clears throat> uh, and maybe direct feedback about uh, what you're doing for the for the EUD community. Uh, it's been tremendous. I mean, you know, a quick example: we have we host a uh, fundraiser every year at the winery, and we call it Warriors Helping Warriors. And we actually bottle the EOD Cellars wine. Um, about eight years ago, we started that. We just it was it was a party, basically small one. Invited a few because there's it's amazing how many EOD guys are out there tucked away in little holes all over the United States. You just kind of put an email out: Hey, we're bottling this wine, and we had about 20, 25 people show up. This was eight years ago. Um, somebody say, hey, you need to put a fundraiser around this and charge people to come here and do this. It's like, well, this is work. People are going to pay to come, you know, work. <laughs> and and uh, sure enough, you know, um, now we're holding our, it, we didn't count that first one, but we were holding our seventh annual Warriors Helping Warriors this coming April. And we have 200 tickets available and they sold out in seven days. Um, so it's just, and there's people calling me literally all the way till today. Hey, how do I get tickets? How do I get tickets? It's like it's, we're full. I, I can't take you. So it's just, they come out of work and they're coming from Florida. They're coming from Virginia, coming from Georgia, Texas, Washington state. I mean, this people are flying in for this one day event to come help and just be part of it and be part of the, uh, the organization and, and try to help out as well. Now I understand you. You know you you uh, sell the EOD brand uh, labeled wines. Uh, you know in military, you know package stores and such. And um, but is it simply there? I mean, where who's who's buying these labeled these these EOD labeled uh, and uh, Boulder labeled wines? Um, it's everybody. I mean, you know, military first, EOD techs first. I think are the are big. You know, supporters. You know, and, and they're all over the place. We have wine club. People get just EOD wine in their wine club, um, and it's the only label we don't discount because of the you know the proceeds are going to the foundation. So, where you get 25% off on the Tackett wines, you don't get that on the EOD Sellers line, and nobody cares. They buy it anyway. Um, people come in the tasting room, and they you know we have the wines all over the shelf, and everybody's like, "What's that?" And you know, so then you explain what the whole thing is. Um, you know, Ken mentioned the Hurt Locker because you know civilians like EOD. What's that? Right. You see the Hurt Locker, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then it's always, you know, was that real? Like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, that, you have to tell that story this many times, but it's worth it because you're you're spreading the word, and it's and uh, so people off the street just come in and and we don't taste it; they just buy it. Yeah. So it's yeah, everybody at this point. But when they taste it, well, when they taste it, it goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
And I don't think they're just uh, coming out to work. And, uh, I, think, I think they're coming out to drink. Exactly. <laughs> and we have, we have a pizza oven, wood fire pizza oven too. So they we had 206 pizzas last year in, in, in about four hours. Yeah, it was great. So, sorry, Mary. Oh wow, that's 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 phenomenal. And you've just been picked up by Total Wine. Right. Yeah. Total Wine picked us up um, for the Boulder Crest label and the. Uh, basic blaster red which is the uh yeah, eod sellers label so yeah they're all over at least fantastic yeah fredericksburg total wine yeah they're all, and they're doing well with it so it's selling well i hope they bring it to albuquerque because with defense threat reduction agency at kirtland air force base we have a nice eod mafia here too <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah you're definitely a target um for sure <laughs> Well, let, let me know how I can help on the consumer end. Uh, and just before we go to break, uh, Ken, you've got a book coming out. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I, um, over the last uh, several, for several years, um, through the, the kind of hope and wellness work that we've done with the EOD Warrior Foundation, I've, my life has kind of veered into the invisible injuries of this war, uh, uh, specifically uh, PTSD and, and men and women suffering with mild traumatic brain injuries. And, uh, and we run a program at Boulder Crest Retreat uh, called Warrior Path, and the program is really uh, starting to get some national level recognition from the scientific community. Our results are outpacing the traditional mental health approach to, to PTSD uh, treatment, and uh, I'm really excited about it. And one of the questions I get a lot is, you know, we're, we're seeing all these great results on your military side. Do you think your program would work for civilians? And I say, uh, you know, absolutely, yes. And we know that for a couple reasons. One is we've put civilians through the program, uh, including a former uh, NFL football player. And, um, and, and then you say, well, how can you help the civilian community? And I always tell people that it just seems like right now the country's in a bit of a funk. You know, opioid overdose, suicide is the only cause of death in the United States that's on the rise. 123 people a day take their own lives. 20 of those are veterans. And, and, it's, uh, and it's a mess. So... We thought the best way to maybe get the word out on what we're doing and teach people how to live a, a good life would be to write this book. So um, the book's called Struggle Well, Thriving in the Aftermath of Trauma, and uh, it's going to hit the bookstores on May 1st. And it's not just a, a collection of stories, other people's stories um, on, on the subject of post-traumatic growth. And it's, it's really a prescription on, on, on how to take care of yourself and how to, how to live a productive life knowing that all of us are going to have ups and downs in our lives and struggles so uh, we're excited about it well I, I love uh, the phrase post-traumatic growth um, it puts uh, a much more positive uplifting spin on the PTSD label I, I think that's fantastic we've got so much more we want to ask you I hope you all will stay through the fourth segment we're here yeah what if they say no <laughs> great <laughs> I know uh, then and uh, then you and I will make some stuff up, Gary, I guess. But, um, <laughs> oh, Gary we, tied us uh, to the we'll table. Right yeah. the We're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin, good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima. 
our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the show. I'm uh, Gary Potterfield along with Merritt Hamilton Allen and our two in-studio guests today, uh, Ken Falk, the chairman of the Boulder Crest Retreat and EOD Warrior Foundation and Leanne Tackett of the uh, Tackett Family Wineries. And uh, so we've been talking about partner marketing We've been and this great partnership you two have uh, developed uh, for a great cause. Uh, now in this last segment, let's get to, to how, how folks can actually help. I'll start with you, Leon. Um, where can folks go to, uh, we've talked a little bit about it, but where can they go if they want to buy uh, uh, one of these great bottles of wine that uh, you're, you're putting out uh, in those labels? Yeah, absolutely. So the first, or, or, oh, go ahead. Case. Or case. Or case. Yeah, I case. Said, or a case. Yeah, case is. Well, put an S on that too <laughs> while you're at it. Um, the TackettFamilyVineyards.com is one place. Um, we are licensed in probably 23 states that we can ship to. And a couple other states out there, um, New Mexico being one of them, still a reciprocity state, so we don't have to be licensed there, which is kind of nice. Um, and is the first place, uh, Navy Exchanges in California. Um, we're basically from Lemoore South uh, in seven, eight stores, actually, eight stores. 
Um, just now getting back into Southern Virginia. Um, we just picked up another distributor down there. Literally, they're picking up their wine on Monday. Um, so this is going to be back all over um, Southern Virginia again. Northern Virginia, several Safeways, Total Wine & More, a um, few Harris Teeter stores around the um, uh, Nova area. And then Florida as well, up in the Panhandle. We're in several stores around there um, as well. But direct, direct to consumer is is about the best because um, that's where we get the most bang for our buck and the most money to donate to the foundation when we're doing that way. So. Except sadly from Maryland, where we happen to be at the moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maryland's not going to play nice. Yeah. yeah Maryland. Maryland is rough. I don't have distribution here yet, so been working on it though for quite a while. Mar- Maryland is one of the least fun states for liquor, just in general. Right. We yeah. make up for it by, well, never mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, give some of, those cool, some of those cool label names before we, I think those label names are neat. Go ahead, give them. Um, well, the EOD labels, yeah, we have Basic Blaster Red. Um, you know, when you graduate EOD school, you're a basic EOD technician. And then we have Senior Blaster Red. Um, after, you know, qualifications, you become a senior EOD tech. And then Master Blaster Red is one. Got a Master Blaster right there. Master Blaster, yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have one, we held a contest, actually two contests um, for the first white wine. Um, debt cord white, um, so detonation cord, you know, came in. That was the that was the winner on that one, um, and then we did a second white, which we named Willie Pete, which is white phosphorus, a term of endearment for white phosphorus, so Willie Pete white, and then we have one that, um, that Love we it. call, yeah, right, and then the keeper is one that we did to celebrate the spouse. Um, so we held another contest. Um, a young um, Army E5 wife won the contest. It was really cool. And she just came with a poem because the keeper was kind of a, one of those, well, what do we do with that name? But there's a poem on the back of the label that ties it all together. And so we have a full six pack uh, for the EOD sellers label. And it's, it's a lot of fun. That's phenomenal. Um, I just want to ask Ken, uh, with regard uh, uh, to your nonprofits, how can people help besides buying great wine, which I'm all about? But what else can people do to help? Uh, drinking the wine uh, is a good start. You <laughs> have to buy more. Uh, so there's a couple of ways to help. We, we on both of our websites, uh, EOD Warrior Foundation and Boulder Crest Retreat. Um, you can volunteer, you know, money or time. And uh, and volunteer uh, volunteerism is uh, is a big part of our success. You know, every event we do, we need volunteers to help. Um, I saw a call this morning on our Boulder Crest website for volunteers in the kitchen. We start one of our combat stress recovery programs today, and our chef always has two or three volunteers in the kitchen helping her. So uh, there's a lot of ways to help, and and really the best thing to do is check out the the websites. It's eodwarriorfoundation.org and bouldercrestretreat.org. And Boulder Crest uh, is not in Boulder, Boulder, Colorado. It's here in uh, Virginia, in Bluemont, Virginia and our new location in uh, just south of Tucson, Arizona, in Sonoida. Oh, is that uh, um, by Fort Huachuca? It is, right between Tucson and Fort Huachuca. Okay, yeah. Uh, lots, of, lots of folks from my uh, hometown, Silver City, New Mexico, are in Tucson, would know that area. So a shout-out to my Silver City friends who are now expats in Tucson. Go check this yeah. out. I was just say one one quick thing, getting to the topic uh, of the the whole entrepreneurship and and doing good things. Just one a quick thirty seconds from each of you about you know what folks should do if they if they really want to have you know that are afraid to get into this into an entrepreneurship and to help do something uh, socially responsible. Um, well, first, um, I mean you have to be a little bit afraid, but don't be afraid. Um, just jump in both feet. Um, 
I went in the wine business. Really, I knew how to make wine, but I had no idea about the business and what it was going to take to run a business at the time. Um, but you got to jump in both feet and just make it happen. Um, have a passion um, and find a passionate person to work with. Um, it's a team effort. Um, I'm fortunate to have my wife that jumped in with me and we've been at it for 10 years now and it's been great. So, um, and just surround yourself with great people and, uh, and move forward. Yeah, no, I, I say the same thing. Uh, the only thing I, I always kind of emphasize is before you jump in, know how deep the water is. And uh, <laughs> and it's really important, you know, to do some prior planning and, and make sure you got a good business plan, a good structure of what you want to do. And, and before you start giving all your money away, uh, make a little bit first. So, um, you know, it's it's entrepreneur life is, is a great way to, to spend your time. And it's not cut out for everybody, but if you if you can handle the risk and, and, and handle the uh, – you know the the reward you you'll be uh, you'll be successful. Well, and you know one thing I would add to that uh, from my own entrepreneur uh, experiences is also really helpful. Even if you want to work for yourself, um, take a job where you're growing business uh, before you get started. Because learning how to build business with someone else's money is a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Well, uh, I think that's all the time we've got. Uh, I want to make sure that we get all the links out again. Uh, thank you so much, Leon Tackett of Tackett Family Vineyards. That's Tackett, T-A-C-K-I-T-T, Tackett with two, three T's, familyvineyards.com. And uh, Ken Falk at bouldercrestretreat.org and eodwarriorfoundation.org. Uh these guys are doing it right. Um, they are uh, running successful businesses and helping uh, thousands of, uh, of uh, 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 soldiers, warriors, and families uh, every day. Social enterprise is definitely something uh, I think everybody looking to grow their brand ought to look into. It's uh, not only going to be good uh, for the audience you're trying to help, it's going to differentiate you from the other brands. So thank you again, Ken and Leon. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen. Thank you so much for listening to The Brand Ambassadors. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton-Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week. 